episodes. I know. It's crazy. I can't believe how quickly this is all happening. I know. I mean, I know this is what literally what we wanted, but it is. <laughs> but also I'm like, but I'm loving and enjoying it so much. And mm-hmm. um Yeah, and I'm like sad to see it end. But again, I will still take that over. Holy crap, this thing is still on the air. Like, <laughs> you know. Yes. Always be left wanting more than um feeling like you have been served way too much yeah i totally agree because there is such thing as too much of a good thing <laughs> oh there is 100 percent uh so yes welcome to dizzy for dizzy i'm Kristen. i'm ashley and uh we're talking about harrier de sen volume 21 we are in our final three mm-hmm. episodes um and it's been a really good week for us we hit two hundred and fifty thousand lifetime listens on our That's podcast so a quarter of a million which i posted about it to thank everyone who has made that happen mm. but it, yeah i just it's crazy to me it's it's crazy i don't think i ever i mean i don't know that i ever thought we would really keep track of our listens like that but though our platform does it for us mm-hmm. um and so yeah we were so cl- and i don't normally like pay attention to it like i see the number but i don't really register it Mm-hmm. But I think I texted you and I was like, um, we're very – like, we're at, like, 249,000. Like, we had, like, less than 300 listens to go. And then yeah. 24 hours later, those 300 listens were gobbled up and we hit mm-hmm. the 250,000. Um, so, yeah, just thank you guys. If you didn't see our social media posts about that, thank you so much. If you're listening, you're absolutely contributing to that. So, yes. um, thank you. And then yesterday I woke up <laughs> – and it's like it's funny because I started putting um, app timers on my phone, mm, like yeah. especially for Twitter and Instagram. Those are my two biggest time sucks. That's um, a good idea, especially Twitter because I scroll DZ Twitter and all that. So mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I need to put a timer on those where like my phone literally is like, hey, your time is up. You've spent mm-hmm. this many hours or whatever. Um, and so. I made it a point yesterday when I got up, like, not to grab my phone right away because I'm like, well, I don't want to suck up time just scrolling in bed, um, especially now that I'm putting limits on it. So I purposely, like, did not check my phone. I left it plugged in on the nightstand, <laughs> got up and did my stuff. And then about an hour later, I was like, oh, I haven't gotten my phone yet. And then there, I have text messages from people, the Twitter notifications, Instagram notifications, WhatsApp yeah. notifications, <laughs> because um, Echo Rights, who is an international DZ distribution company mm-hmm. um posted about us on their social media because they have distributed harrier day sen which internationally is known as everywhere i go mm-hmm. and they posted basically saying like hey did you know our our show everywhere i go has a podcast dedicated to it and tagged us and posted about us and i i know amazing it was so cool and ibuk liked the post yeah so she kind of knows we exist a little bit in some way, shape, I mean, or form. Technically, yeah, yeah. Even if she doesn't listen, which is totally fine. I'm sure she's a busy person, but <laughs> but all I and I told Ashley, I was like, okay, but what if she does listen? And then I was like, oh no, what if she does listen? <laughs> and I said, hey, listen, there's, I'm sure there's much worse out there on the internet than what we have said and speculated on. Okay, <laughs> it's so true. I said what I said. That's the. the that's my final word on it. <laughs> we can't go back and erase it. So it's true. IBK, if you do listen, or anybody from the Harry Yardison 
team mm-hmm. or cast. We we love you guys. So we love that, you. That's all you need and to we're know. Just, yeah, okay? we're just having fun. Yes. <laughs> um, it, yeah, which we are. We are having fun, literally, because it has been mm-hmm. fun every single week. Um, so I just wanted to – I wanted to – acknowledge those things on the podcast this week and then we keep getting so many new summer like i i mean you guys all know we're very excited for send in daha guzel but there's another fox man i can't quit them because they like know how to reel you in they have another rom-com they're airing and it looks so good and (laughs) why are you laughing i just thought of a really terrible metaphor (laughs) Well, you have Sorry. to share with the class now. I just had a I just had a thought that Fox is like an abusive partner and mm-hmm. like they they will degrade you and beat you down until you feel terrible and then they'll turn around with the toxic positivity to reel you back in and we fall for it every time. Every every time. <laughs> Because the thing is, you know what's going to happen. We're going to fall in love with these shows. And one of two things is going to happen because it's never the middle ground. I know. I know. One of them is going to live on until it should have, like, died several deaths. Mm -hmm. And the other one will be sent to an early grave. And we don't know which one that's going to be yet. But we know know that's what's going to happen. And yet, you'll find me plugged in front of my TV watching both of them because they they both hit all the tropes. They both, you know, like, anyways. Yeah. Yeah. And um, then half of them are going to get the axe after like three episodes. And right. There's nothing mm-hmm. you can do about it. And there's it's Fox. nothing we can do about it because it's Fox. And then we'll say we're never watching another DZ on their channel again. But then they'll like, they're going to air something by our favorite writer or something by one of our favorite DZ mm-hmm. actors. Or yeah. the storyline's going to be like, oh my gosh, this is so refreshing and like different. So I just have to give it a try. And we'll just be in this cycle over and over and over again. Yeah. Which the is cycle why Fox- of abuse. Fox. And this is why Fox can continue to do what they do. They can continue these Hunger Games style, like, DZ airing methods because we keep coming back for it. <laughs> the worst. The worst. Um, anyway, so I think that was – I think that was everything I wanted to say. Oh, I am in chapter 24 of um, Throne of Glass. So almost halfway through. Yep. So All right. Almost halfway through. Um, she has befriended Knox. Is that his name? N-O-X? Yes. Knox. Knox. Um, so she's kind of – she just rescued him. Sorry, guys. Spoiler. Little minor spoilers here. She yeah. just rescued him in one of the tests because that okay. big – big burly dude that everyone's like oh he's gonna win take it all Kane uh basically like was severing his rope on this Mm -hmm. uh not obstacle course but I'm just gonna call it an obstacle course yeah and he was gonna fall to his death um and nobody else cared because they're all in competition with each other so technically him dying is like one less person to compete with right Uh, but Selena but Selena couldn't let him die Mm mm-mm so she saved him. And she has befriended Princess Nehemia. Nehemia. Okay. I, you know what I keep wanting to say is Nehemiah, but it's like, because it's oh. like Nehemiah without the H, but I like, right. no, that's not it. Um, yeah, Nehemia. Yeah. So things are getting very interesting. And there's little callbacks now, like to ty- like things that have happened in the Assassin's Blade. They're very little. So that if you hadn't read the Assassin's Blade, you wouldn't even know that's like, they seem very mm-hmm. minor, like just random little callbacks. But I'm like, but they're not random little callbacks. Right. Obviously, this stuff's going to come back into play. It's getting mentioned. Um, so I think I got over like the the hump of yeah, most of like the world building and explain. I mean, I know there's going to be more of that, but all the 
like not I don't want to call it monotonous because it is necessary. No, but, you know, I, just I get what you the, mean. The stuff that comes with reading a fantasy series, yes. like um. So now I feel like I'm like okay, like I finally like hit that incline, and now I'm like mm-hmm. smooth sailing, and I can like plow through um the rest of the book and series, hopefully. Well, and here's what I'll tell you about the world building for um the Throne of Glass is that the first two books. Mm-hmm. Once you're in it for the first book, mm-hmm. you're pretty much in the same kind of section of the world okay. for the first two books. Okay. It doesn't expand a lot beyond um, Adderlin okay. in these first two books. So that kind of makes it a little easier. Okay. It can also make the first two books blend together a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I feel like you're, you're you're in it now and you'll be able to just kind of read and go like power through uh-huh okay i am gonna ask you one question before okay. we get into the episode yeah, yeah. and this is gonna be a question that i might continue to ask you as we okay. go through the series okay this is something that i ask everyone who's reading it for the first time okay what do you think about dorian and kale i i uh, they give me um they give me because i've already read the first three from blood and ash books well so the okay. only three i'm probably ever gonna read so they kind of give me the vibes of um kieran and um oh i would and not hawk ha- okay mm-hmm. okay yeah okay all right interesting i can totally see what you mean mm-hmm. that's okay. i immediately was like okay these guys remind me of hawk and kieran in like the first book of okay. from blood and ash where you're like okay, are they bad guys? Are they good guys? Because they're, like, funny and they're, like, kind of befriending her. You can tell they, like, like Selena. Um, they obviously have some kind of motive. Like, there's a reason they specifically chose her for this whole thing. Like, and the way that Dorian already kind of, like, butts heads with his dad, the mm. king, the literal king. Yeah. Um, I'm just, like, he's – I just, he just doesn't strike me as someone who's going to, like, fall into – place as far as like what his dad wants and necessarily gonna want to rule the way his dad rules hmm. um and things like that and because kale who now because mallory called him kale i always <laughs> i know always think of kale now um but i can't get it i yeah i still can't fully pinpoint them i can't tell if this is like a like a red herring or okay um what but those are the initial like those are the initial vibes i get from them so. Okay. And that, I told, those were totally my initial vibes, okay. honestly. Yeah. So I felt like I couldn't suss them out. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's like, I kind of, I get this based on what I've read. I kind of feel like this, but then I'm like, I'm also like, this isn't my first fantasy series. So <laughs> I kind of know better than to get too invested in one specific stance about certain characters. Sure. Um, sure. So. We'll okay. see. And then I told I told Ashley this and Mallory this yesterday. I was like, listen, I'm going to say something. I don't want a response. I don't want to be told if I'm right or wrong. I don't want any kind of emotion reaction, like of shock or anything <laughs> like that. I just want this documented so that if I am right, I can actually be like, here's proof that I said this long before it was – because, you know, something can happen. You can be like, oh, well, I knew that was going to happen. Right. But I'm like, no, I want proof. That I did say that this that was you said it yeah. right. So I'm st- and all the people who have read Throne of Glass, 
I'm sure you're going to feel some kind of way when I say this because you already know whether this is true or not. But I am not convinced that Sam is dead. I have decided I have not accepted that. (laughs) I can't explain why because for all intents and purposes, like, this dude has been nowhere. She saw his dead body. Like, all this stuff. But I just am like, no, I am not fully convinced that he's dead and gone forever. So – it's it's and the deep love that Sam induces in us all. That's, and I think that's yeah. honestly And it. I've accepted that I might have to mourn him again if and when I'm proven wrong. But th- I'm fine with that. I would rather hold on to the hope right now and have to be upset all over again <laughs> if he really is dead. But there you go. Anyway, yeah, so, so we'll those see. are those are all my thoughts. And I'll mark the timestamps again so in case people don't <laughs> want to hear us talking about this. Um I was talking to Jackie the other day about mm-hmm. Throne of Glass. Mm-hmm. I can't really tell you any of it, but uh-huh. it was, she was cracking me up. <laughs> so, all right. I'll put that in the episode notes again just in case people want to skip ahead. So, uh, yeah. So, let's get into the DZ of it all then. Uh, Harrier Descent 21. Um, it's funny because this episode closed very similarly to how it opened – Yes. Or very similarly to how they were trying to make it appear it was going to open. And then it kind of wound up ending that way. Um, yes. So I thought that was interesting. Uh, very interesting. Seemingly worse is mm-hmm. how we ended up. Um, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Although I'm holding out hope that at this point, Celine knows better than to just like blindly trust Barack. Um, yes. So well, like, and – Go ahead. And we had some foreshadowing with her discussion with Merve and Ida in the bathroom when Ida basically told her, like, don't get thoughts and project an idea mm-hmm. that anything is going on between Demir and Elul. And they kind of both look at her and she's like, look, you're not doing it consciously. It's it's totally an unconscious thing that you're doing, but this is what you're doing. So right. stop it. I, I mean, I know we've mentioned so many times how much we love the friendships in this show, but they really shine through this episode for me mm-hmm. because, th- like, yes, obviously, Vidat is there for Demir. He's, you know, quote, on his side. The mm-hmm. girls are, quote, on Celine's side. But not blindly so much to the fact where it's just like, oh, if she's mad at Demir, they're mad at him too and he sucks. It's like. Right. No, can we – several times throughout this episode there were scenes where they're like, but Celine, like, he's head over heels in love with you. There's yes. literally nothing going on. There, Like, he has not done anything to indicate that he – loves Elul, that there's residual feelings for Elul. Mm-hmm. Um, everything he's doing is trying to assure you of that. Um, you know, there's so many instances of that. And then, you know, on the other uh, side of that coin is Vidat, who is like, what do you mean you wrote her a letter? Like, I understand wanting to give her the space, but you just, like, left her a letter? Do you really? Like, you know, and, and he says Dummy, something very specific. Idiot. He's, yeah, he's like, when you write down letters, you turn the – when you write letters, you turn the world upside down. What were you thinking? Like, yeah. um, you know, where they, they call their friends out, where it's like, hey, yeah. you're kind of being a little unreasonable here. Yeah. Um, but we also understand that, like, listen, you need space. You need – you know, it's like Ida let her stay there at her house so she wasn't, like – Nope, go right. home and deal with me. She's like, she understood. She understands that Celine needed space and allowed her to stay with her for a few days. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it comes down to it, it's like, no, we we need to show you what maybe your your um, shock and maybe your 
your um, emotions are kind of clouding right now. So right. I just – I really love that was a big theme throughout the whole episode. So yeah. So to me, I'm like, yeah, the ending was way worse than the ending of last episode slash beginning of this episode. But – right. I'm like, okay, but you're going to put two and two together, right? That Barack's the one who called you and sent you mm-hmm. there. Like, and there's clearly a reason for that. Yeah. Um, Because if if it was genuinely like, oh my gosh, like Demira and Elul are meeting secretly, he would have just told you that over the phone. Like, uh, yeah, they're here and they're like snoogling on the couch and blah, blah, blah. You better get over here. Exactly. But no, he's like. I need to talk to you about something important. Here's the right. address. Doesn't even tell her where she's going, any of that. So it's like, I'm hoping that after her initial, you know, annoyance and frustration and like, what the heck are you doing here? Because of course there's going to be that shock and surprise mm-hmm. um, that she is, she is going to be like, okay, yeah, Barack did this on purpose. Well, and he just keeps digging himself deeper with everything. Because well, and they really cemented the villain thing this episode. That oh, whole, yeah. That's, that, that oh, I know. made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I think they were like, okay, we only have three episodes left. We got to make him go all the way bad. <laughs> See, and I feel like – I felt like this epi- – nothing in this episode to me – I mean, I think, yes, they were setting him all the way bad. They were making that very clear in that scene. Mm-hmm. But I – I don't know. I was looking for a major shift because he's been so back and forth. And so like, yeah, they had to they had to go one way or the other with him. And clearly they're right. shifting back to full on villain because he's like, well, if the old Demir can come back, so can the old Barack. Right. Um, and his little, you know, mustache twisty moment there in the yeah. office. But I didn't feel such a, such a shift. I'm, I'm just really – I kind of want to look up the dates because I'm really curious – what episode was being filmed when they found out and if they really did have like a full three episodes did because i also read somewhere that they were basically told by fox i could obviously this could be wrong you guys i didn't like fact check this um but they were basically told like oh you're gonna run for 26 episodes and so there was like clearly an arc plan and then like fox does they're like, just kidding, you're canceled and you're ending at 23 episodes. Right. Um, which they found out at some point during this time frame-ish, um, whether it was filming this episode, whether they had already finished filming this episode and they were filming 22. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, which is, you know, again, not unlike Fox. They did that to this series, Oretman, too. It was like, you're running till May. And then it was like, JK, you're not even making it to the end of 2020. Um Anyways, so I feel like this episode so felt like there was stuff they were setting up to happen, especially with the, like, arrival of Arda. Um, I kind of felt like he was kind of meant to be. See, that felt like a one-off to me to, to oh, help oh, yeah? push okay. Demir and, Sel- and Celine kind of back together a little mm-hmm. bit and to make him jealous and which yes we did get some good jealousy (laughs) yeah because he didn't he doesn't feel i I don't know he just doesn't feel very permanent to me i honestly could be wrong and maybe i'm reading into the whole episode but it did feel like a mix of them setting stuff up but then it could have also been that they knew they were already going to be um ending the series early uh it's just hard to tell especially with the reconciliation i feel like the end the ending scene makes it feel a little more like they didn't know Mm -hmm. quite yet and excuse me and so 
that's why they left it off on such a dramatic ending. Yeah. But then other stuff that happened, I was kind of like, oh, so they're clearly setting this up to kind of finalize to finish the arc it. of, of okay. the show. So I don't really know. It was yeah. harder for it was hard for me to tell personally. Yeah, I see that. I I see what you're saying. But yeah, no, I think you're right about the ending. Tells me maybe they didn't quite know yet, just because. Yeah, you still wouldn't have them reconciled. When you only have two right. episodes left. Because um, that was – I had I bit, did a big assume with that mm-hmm. and was like, oh, they're for sure going to be back together mm-hmm. by the end of 20 mm-hmm. or 21 <laughs> because they only have three more episodes. They got to right. get them back together. And then I was like, oh, just kidding. <laughs> they're going full opposite direction uh-huh. right now. So, yeah. Yeah, she's catching him at his ex's house who yeah. she already has like uh, – issues with and that whole you know thing um yeah the root of all of this (laughs) this problem right uh, right that they're they're doubling down for sure yeah so um (laughs) other than two talking about the most drawn out (laughs) intro seven and a half minutes of not one word spoken just, yeah, just really skip to the eight minute mark just people. really dramatic music and driving and door knocking which yeah. as we knew they were like there's no way he's not at Owls and he wasn't he was at the dots yeah and it wasn't her dad though that would have been interesting um it was barack who clearly just does not know the common courtesy of calling people before you come over he literally only he ever just that. shows up at her house yeah. Like that should be the first red flag with this guy, honestly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't ever call before he comes over or bother to send you a text, uh-huh. get rid of him. Yeah. And ask if it's okay. <laughs> yeah. So, um should we talk I about had a car- thought too. Oh, I was what? like, what if th- this was like a wild and crazy if they had ten more episodes, I could mm-hmm. see this happening, but in this circumstance, no. But part of me was like, what if Demir is knocking on his dad's door and it was like, <gasps> save the company. I've, mm. I'm, this is such a bad situation that I have mm-hmm. no other choice but to come to my horrible father. But if, I, that yeah. came to me later where I was like, oh, I wonder, you know, it could be his dad, but I feel like we would need more episodes to introduce the character, to make a whole character arc, all that jazz. So it made more sense that he went to Vidat. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But that definitely would have been interesting since his dad has been this kind of looming Yeah. Dark and he's obviously cloud. powerful. A powerful guy. So yeah. I don't know. That's true. That could have been interesting. Um okay, so side character stuff. Uh, I mean, it's really just the wedding stuff, isn't it? Yeah, for the most part, because really even Ebo and Ida I'm trying to think, like, do they they're in it, but mostly just to help with other stuff. Like, he's there with the guys. She's there with the girls. I don't really think they have. They have that one conversation near the end where mm-hmm. she gets upset that he was sharing their oh. issues with the guys, even though that's exactly what they're doing right now. Right, And right. she was expecting him to know all about Celine and Demir's mm-hmm. issues, but she's mad that he would share their issues with yep. the guys. Because Demir's her boss, and so she's like, you told my boss about our relationship problems? Yeah, whatever. Um, Yeah. So there was that, but it was really – they were all focused on Celine and Demir, Mm -hmm. and then um, Layla and Muharambe with the wedding. Yeah, they just have wedding planning drama because I – you know, she seems to be – now that she's kind of getting everything she ever dreamed of, a little bit scared of it. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and not really wanting to plan it and all this stuff. But the girls basically have her over for like a girl's night and they help her see like how amazing it would be. Um, Mm -hmm. And even Celine brings her back because, you know, episodes ago they brought – Layla brought her mom's wedding dress to Celine in the hopes of it would be something that, like, pushes her and Demir together. <laughs> right. Uh, and, of course, Celine was like, oh, great. Merve can use this, you know. Um, and then, obviously, that never happened. Yeah. And so Celine kind of full circles it and, like, gives her the dress back and is like, we can update it or we can make alterations and do things. But, like, you should wear your mother's wedding dress. So mm-hmm. kind of brings um, all that to – um ahead kind kind of ahead um, well and then we have the issue with where they're gonna live and yes they accidentally offends the sisters by heaven forbid asking if he and layla can discuss it privately i know that was the stupidest thing i know but, <laughs> but i well, mean and it, we know why why we right. had that situation because it led yeah. to the scene with celine and demir mm-hmm. and talking to them and then selena and demir separately talking afterwards which that's um obviously a good scene and we'll probably get into that later but yeah that was really everything mm-hmm. other than a and i guess we could do a and barack next yeah um but side stuff wasn't there wasn't a lot yeah who yeah except i even though there wasn't a lot i still was like a and barack are getting way too much screen time <laughs> Like, a lot of I screen time. I don't care. I don't care. And, you know, here's the thing. Because they're so, you know, obviously they've kissed. They have some kind of relationship. I don't know what I would define it as. Mm-hmm. But, you know, she goes back and forth with him, too, because of the fact that, like, she knows that he is out for Demir. He, yeah. you know, and he's just like, well, you're always just choosing De- – you're always going <sighs> to choose Demir over me or over anything, basically, when it comes yeah. down to it. Um. She's trying to distance herself from him, but then, like, still constantly lets him in her house and kind of uses his shoulder to lean on. So I'm not really sure which way they're going to fall when that all comes to a head. Hmm. And I am not against Elul getting an HEA because I really don't hate her. Like, Oh, me either. I don't hate her at all. Um, and I appreciate that she's seeing this – this uh this side, I guess, of Barack mm-hmm. or or the true colors, you might say, of Barack and she's not liking it. Right. Yeah, she's not blind to it. I mean, she's still obviously giving him her time and spending time with him, but she's not blind to it. She knows that he is so um, – his tunnel vision is just mostly about destroying Demir and not really, right. like, fixing anything, even though he claims it's because he wants to fix the company, you know. Um, so, yeah, I can't quite put a pin in where that's going to go. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, I want Elul to get her HEA, but I'm like, I don't want you to get it with Barack because I don't want him to have an HEA. Like, yeah, yeah. I could see her HEA being she goes back to London. <laughs> and, like, she's finally able to get away. Mm-hmm. She helps save the company. I she could has see her closure. having maybe a heroic moment of finishing off Barack or something like that. Yeah. Where – you know, because she seemed to be going a little closer to his direction, which mm-hmm. he even comments on. He right. says, you know, you stood with me and said, we're two bad people. Mm-hmm. This this beautiful woman essentially saying, like, I don't understand why you're not going to continue to be bad yeah, with me. Uh-huh. 
don't lose that woman or something. Like, he says something to that effect. Like, yeah. yeah. And he talks all scornfully about how honorable Demir is and how he's perfect and all this stuff. It's like, he's such a little – he makes himself the victim of everything. Ugh. And sorry, but where is this guy's accountability? I think exactly. that's what was killing me this episode. Mm-hmm. Like, when he – um. Where – what is the note that I said? Um, oh, man. I got to find it. Oh, because <laughs> when he comes drunk to to Elul's house. Uh-huh. So near the end of the episode, yeah. Yeah. And she's like, what kind of beha- – like, what's wrong with you, essentially? <laughs> what kind of behavior is this at the office? You're drinking. What's the matter with you? Which and- is a very valid question, by the way. Yes. It's unprofessional. <laughs> This guy's response is, I'm sorry, Demir knows how to piss me off. Uh-huh. That is his response. It's and always somebody else's fault. It's always somebody else's fault. And Elul, again, is like, you know you don't have to do this, right? And he's like, what? She's like, compete with Demir. All we want to do is help save the company. Mm-hmm. This, you, I don't know what it is that you have in your mind. That you have to stand against Demir with all of this stuff, but you don't need to do that. You could just work and help the company get yeah. better. Like, oh, what a concept. Just live your own life, Brock. But instead, you're getting mad that people don't tell you things. You're getting all, you know, um, machismo about mm-hmm. you're the boss and yada yada and all this stuff because it's all about him. He's mm-hmm. such a he's such a little narcissist. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, and, like, even his whole, you know, because a lot of the things that they wind up talking about is he kind of fills her in more about Alara, and he kind of toys with the idea of, like, well, if Alara can get what she doesn't, you know, she doesn't have everything she wants. And so, right, you know, if we can basically allude to the fact that, like, there's trouble in paradise and that there's a chance with Demir, and she's like – no right we're not gonna mess with like real people's emotions and relationships what well, are you thinking what, yeah and that's what sparks all of her issues with him she's yeah. like you keep pressing in on this idea and you need to back off like mm-hmm. we're not gonna do that just get yeah. it out of your mind <laughs> but of course all he sees it as like is her constantly quoting choosing demir and it's like because she doesn't want to mess up his relationship any more than right. her presence already has like yeah. You know, and I think even at one point, too, and I loved this, when when Demira shows up at work and he's like, we need to talk. Because mm-hmm. he's getting more suspicious, you know, like, yes. okay, Yildirim Bay just made this quick switch. Something had to have happened. And he's getting yeah. suspicious that he's not being told the whole story. And Barack tries to deflect and get that attention off of them and is like, well, this is what happens when you bring your personal life into work. And Demir is like, um, pretty sure that was you who brought my personal life into work. Quite literally, yeah. like she's standing right here. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was like a really good burn. Like, yeah, dude, like you're one to stink and talk. Like, yeah, Ugh. he's just so frustrating this episode. And yeah, that final thing that he does, it's like, okay, yeah, you're really cementing yourself as just like a garbage, yeah, human. Um, 100%. But I like that more than it being Elul. I like that I like Elul. I like that she is, she has accepted, yeah, she had to go through her, you know, where I'm like, yeah, okay, boohoo. You had to go through your closure of accepting, like, 
yeah, it's too little too late. You came back to try to – but she's accepted that. Like, right. And now she's just trying to do her job and move on and – and I can respect that. So yeah, yep, absolutely. And that's essentially what goes on between the two of them throughout this whole entire episode. So yeah, yeah, pretty much. So the rest is really just sell them, right? I think so. Really, for the most part. Um, I mean, the girls initially get super worried, uh, and they go and check on her. But she's ignoring the doorbell because she's kind of just curled up on that on the empty mattress in the empty mm-hmm. room with Demir's letter. Um, and oh, really quickly, side note: I wanted to also acknowledge that we there was we totally missed a joke last week. Oh yeah, <laughs> both of us, both of us, both missed of it. us missed it. And so, thank you, Yesenia, for pointing it out. And I when I I already tweeted about it, but. Um, I saw that a lot of other people were like, oh my gosh, like I've watched this series, I don't know how many times, and it still went over my head too, so. Oh, I, oh, thank God we weren't the only ones. No, we I were was not. I really embarrassed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're not the only ones. But when, when Demir takes Celine to the doctor, they run all those tests, and all of her blood work comes back fine, except for her iron levels, and mm-hmm. they kind of share a look, which I just assumed was like, I took it as like, Oh, great. She's like, Demir's proven right because look at one of my levels is low when I've been right. saying I'm fine. Right. But the Turkish translation for the word iron is Demir. Yeah. <laughs> so he basically was saying she has a Demir deficiency. Yeah. And so the joke She's was. low on Demir. Yes, because she literally <laughs> was low on Demir. And he's like, this is what happens when you leave me for two days. You're low on me. So that was a very... I that is great. I wish we had caught that when we first watched it to really truly appreciate it. Uh, but it was very very good. Um, which then also leads me to the Demir count, so I don't forget to do that. Oh this week. yes, uh, we had thirty nine more of them, bringing us up to a total of seven hundred and six for oh twenty one episodes. So, uh, I just wanted when I said Demir, it just triggered that. So I was like, I better do it while I'm thinking of it, so I don't forget. Yeah. Um, so. Demir winds up going to check on Celine because he's like, oh, crap. Um, you know, because after Vidot's like, you wrote her a letter. You tear down the world with your letters. And then the girls are like, do you know where she is? She's not at the, she's not at the greenhouse with you guys. Well, she's not answering. The house is dark. She must not be home. Right. So Demir runs right home to go check on her. Yes. Of course, of he, course does. he does. Because he – oh, he loves her. He just loves mm-hmm. her. And I, like <sighs> – I just have such a – I like that I'm having such a hard time and it's not so clear cut because I, I get frustrated with Celine a lot because I'm like, man, like you're so – like this guy doesn't know what to do, which we kind of discussed this last episode, you mm-hmm. know. Um, although Be- Becca pointed out, she's like, listen, girls, Celine – well, she didn't tag us, so I don't know if she meant for us to see this, but she did make a good point, so I'm gonna, I'm going to share it. But she's like – all Celine asked for was some space, and this dramatic, like, dude. Oh, go oh it's super like- dramatic what he did. He didn't have to move all the way out. <laughs> right. He said, bye, right. Celine. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let me take all my stuff and write you a letter, but don't take this the wrong way. We're not breaking up or anything. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, but also, I'm like, I understand why he did that, too, because she's right, so, right. like – 
she's kissing him and then saying it's a mistake and that he's a bad influence on her, all this stuff. And so like, I get why he did such a dramatic thing. But also I understand Celine's perspective of like, I literally just wanted some space. You aren't giving (laughs) it to me. And then so you just went ahead and gave me all the space in the world. Like, And then it does not help. It does absolutely doesn't help that this idiot comes back to the house to check on her. Which she is there. He's like, yes. yes. He's kind of trying to see how she is. First of all, he just left. He just (laughs) walked out of her life as far as she knows, okay? Right. All he left her was some furniture and a letter, okay? Uh-huh. And and he comes back. He's checking on her. He's all concerned. And she's being – her responses her, are so sassy because she's like, Demir, you should have told me. I would have helped you pack. I could have this. And all. Yes. And I totally 100% support her snarky responses to all of yes. this stuff. Yes. <laughs> And then this moron is like, by the way, here's the deed to my side <laughs> of the house. And she's I as soon as she was like, you get out of my house right now. Get yep, out of the house yep. right now. I was like, boy, you better listen because she is at the end of her rope and she's gonna explode and you're gonna deserve every second of it. Like, what were you thinking? Well, and he does when she's like, Demir, if you don't leave right now, I am barely containing myself. And he's like, Good, tell me. Like, this is kind of what he's been wanting though, is like, fine, explode, say it, share it. Like Right, right. And here's the thing too, when he he is explaining – I still was like, oh, Demir, you dummy, don't do it. Even though when he's explaining why, I'm like, totally get it. I love the idea. Your execution and timing is terrible, but the I worst. love the idea. Because he – you know, he's like, this house is yours. Like, he's already explained, like, you know, <laughs> that she's – or he explains later this episode, I think, is that she's the one who, you know, changed it. She's the one who changed right. the meaning of it for him. Or he reiterates that. He has explained that before, but he does say it later when he's dropping her off after work. Because um, she's like, it's so weird. You know, this is your childhood home. I should be the one leaving, not the other way around. He's like, no, it's your home. And you know what? Like, yes, it's my childhood home, but that's not what makes it special anymore. Like, you're what right. makes it special. So, right. Anyways, but in this particular scene, when he's basically saying, look, like, all of this started crazily. We were not really meant to be housemates. Like, we bought the same house. We weren't dating when that happened. Now we are, mm-hmm. like, let's just have a fresh start. Like, two people who are starting a new relationship, who have just met, and, you know. And he basically is like, because one day we're going to be happy in this house together. Like, right. I just want this to be a fresh start. So right. I I do get, and I get The it. logical side of your brain can understand. Yes. See, when I was watching it, I was sitting on my couch and he brings this thing out and he says what he says. And I was like, oh, you dumb. Verb out loud. I said, what a dummy. (laughs) Because she's like, what? I'm like, Demir's being a little idiot right now. (laughs) And he is because this was just not – this was something you should have discussed with her about maybe why this might be a possibility of something to do. Not go ahead and take the initiative and do it. And then hand it to her. While she's already clearly struggling and upset that you just up and left and took everything like read the room sir and he's um, like you can call me anytime you need anything i know he's like call me i will be here in a heartbeat for whatever you need like all this stuff that he's saying i'm like these are these are the right things to say they are not the but right not things right to say now. right now and do right now yeah <laughs> like, 
And yeah, <laughs> if I was Celine, I would have been just as pissed. I would have been like, "Get out! You need to leave mm-hmm. right now! You, because I'm gonna lose my mind. Go, go now!" Well, and she does <laughs> go off on him. She like rips it and explains like, Gosh. "This is all. I just wanted some space so that I could think clearly." Da da da. You take it to the extreme. All this stuff, and she's just like yelling and screaming, and mm-hmm. he is like, he takes that as further confirmation of, "See, look how bad I am for you." Like. You're right. right. I'm not good for you. And he said, but he does say, well, right before he walks out, he does say, one day we will be very happy in this house. Yes. So he's making clear, I'm not leaving leaving you in in the sense that it seems because I, right. you know, left you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the more I say it out loud, the less I am on his side in this now. <laughs> like, the more I'm vocalizing it. I'm not leaving you. I just left, okay? <laughs> oh. Celine, don't overreact. I'm not going anywhere. I just left. I just, I just moved left. out, okay? Here's a letter. Here's the deed oh to the house. Oh, my gosh. But don't, you can call me if you need anything. <laughs> I, if you want to fight with me, whatever, oh it's going to be okay. I love that after he says all that stuff, she's like, Thank you. Like, thank you I, so much. So You're sar- <laughs> yep. Oh, the the thick sarcasm dripping off her tongue is so good. Oh, my gosh. And he, he does leave. He's like, he, mm-hmm. he does wisely leave. And so, <laughs> um, of course, though, you know, they they both waking, wake up thinking of each other. Yes. You know, because he hears her in his sleep and wakes up and is like, Celine. And she hears him talking to her. Uh, mm-hmm. And wakes up saying his name. And then, of course, you know, re- the cold reality hits them when they wake up. Right. Um, and, you know, the girls come and check on her because they're like, you didn't answer the door last night, all this stuff. And so this is one of the first moments they have where they're just kind of talking over everything. And as Celine's explaining it, they're like, wait, huh? Like. Right. And they're just kind of like, okay, but do you hear yourself? Like this, man, you know. They're on her side and they're supporting her, but they're also like, right. listen. <laughs> yeah. Listen. Um, well, because I think one of them brings up, well, you're if you're upset that he left, isn't that what you wanted? Like, mm-hmm. didn't you want him to go away from you? Didn't you want some space? That's what you asked him for. So they are kind of bringing in – they're they're sort of being devil's advocate with the yes. situation yeah. with her, which is good, I think. Yeah, I agree. Because they both can see how much he loves her and, right. you know – but they also understand that she wanted space. And yeah, so the whole mm-hmm. like, well, isn't that what you asked for? And yeah. Right. Um. So, yeah, you know, just trying to point out where she might need to shift her thinking mm-hmm. and perspective. Uh, and, and still while supporting her. Like. Yes. Still while know, supporting her. They'll come and, be with her and help her out. And yep. Yeah. And Vidat does the same for Demir the next morning, mm-hmm. you know, is talking it out with him. Um. You know, they're just they're just keeping they're just keeping it real with their friends. I didn't yeah. screenshot any specific dialogue between Vidat and Demir in those scenes for I don't breakfast, think I did but but it was it was just a lot of the same thing, and I just I really I really loved that. Yeah, because um, you know he's kind of like okay. I mean, he does point out at one mo- point because he's like, but was she okay when you checked on her? And he's like, I mean, yeah, like, and I don't. Uh, I assume these subs were correct, but I could be wrong. But it's not like he's like, well, yeah, she misses me, but also 
like he can t- she, he's like i can tell she misses me because she was so upset right. by my leaving but also like she asked for space and i want to give that to her right. and the dot's like okay but be careful with that because if you think this is just going to create some longing and pining what if it right. just basically is something she gets used to <laughs> like, exactly exactly um, yeah so, sometimes sometimes absence doesn't make the heart grow fonder but it makes the heart grow forgetful. Yes. Yeah. So. Very true. Um, I mean, not for Seldom. We know that. They're, of they're course. Heart, they're heart mates. But yes, it is good that Vidot <laughs> is warning him of this. Yeah. Yeah. So, because doesn't he so, even say at one point too, like, you packed all your stuff? Like, all of it? Yeah. You didn't just yeah. pack a bag and come here? Like, you packed yeah. it all? <laughs> he literally is like, oh, so you got all of your stuff and you left. She <laughs> asked for some space and you moved out. Yeah. And then you le- – and then he – Tells tells him about the letter and he's like, oh, even better. Great. <laughs> good job, Demir. <laughs> oh, so good. So good. Okay. So it's pretty much work time after that. Yeah. Because uh, the girls go into the office and Celine is like, don't let anybody know what's going on. Uh, Especially Osmier. <laughs> exactly. Because they know that she'll be able to sniff something out, obviously. And Merve is the big culprit here, so she's mm-hmm. the one they really have to worry about. But this is when Arda comes in, and Osmi yes. is all smitten because he's so handsome. The oh, that's stand. okay. Um, and then we get he's so Arda, the childhood friend, comes in, and essentially his whole purpose is to make Demir jealous. I that's the reason this guy even walks into the office. Listen, though, okay, we. It served very well. Oh, absolutely. I, I file – this is getting filed right next to Drain the Pool. Like, I enjoyed mm-hmm. it just as much <laughs> as Drain the Pool Sercon from Central yeah. Kapama because, yeah, because Demir walks in, almost immediately hones in on this guy, but he also is, like, has to deal with Elul and Brock. But right. Because they're sitting and chatting, uh, they meaning Arda and Celine because she's mm-hmm. – you know, it's a childhood friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, they even went to school together, all this kind of stuff. So um, when – does he meet with – he meets with Awul and Brock before talking to Celine or after? I can't remember now because he does walk he, up to Celine at some point. He goes into um, Brock's office and essentially is like, hey, we need to talk. And okay. then they're all going to go to his office. On his way to his office, he sees them talking. Okay. And then he's – super distracted the whole time so that's part of why barack gets all irritated as while they're having their discussion um because demir wants to continue with trying to find new clients Mm -hmm. and barack is like what are you doing stop doing that we should just call does he tell no he doesn't tell demir that he should that they should call laura um, I don't think he tells him that. I don't remember. He says something about like, oh, just focusing on like the art gallery, and he's and but even a Lul's like that's still not quite enough money. He's like, yes, but it'll open up the other opportunities to take on other clients. Like, right, that's but right. that's time they don't really have right now. And yeah, because Brock it, doesn't want them selling the shares right away. He's being yeah. all weird about it. Yeah, and is it this meeting that, or is it another one later in the episode where Demir is like? Like, listen, Elul, here's what you're going to do. Like, It's um, later. It's okay. later after Demir – because Demir hires a, pers- a PI. A That's PI, right. And the PI tracks what they what Elul and Brock have been doing. 
Because Demir, I think even during that conversation is like, I don't, the first conversation yes. is like, I don't get this. Yolderan Bay thought that, you know, scrapping the account with us was the worst thing that he could do. Mm-hmm. So why would he, after all this time, go these extra steps to try to make a fool of us in the company and dismear Demir's name personally? Right. And he just can't make sense of it. Of course, Brock and Elul know mm-hmm. exactly what's going on and mm-hmm. they know why, why Yolderan Bay would go to this extent to smear the company but they're not going to say anything mm-hmm. so Demir's like well I have to do something so he hires the PI the guy looks into what Elo and Barack have been doing and uh, the meetings they've been having connections that they have and he just casually mentions that they both went to see Yodorumbe together a few weeks ago and so after Demir finds that out mm-hmm. he is pissed yep he goes back into the office he brings them in and essentially yells at both of them <laughs> yeah because he's telling her like well you have you have relationships with these four other big named companies mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah you're gonna basically use that to your advantage and try to get customers out of it for us and i don't remember what he tells barack he's gonna do but well because barack had gone charging in there after finding out that celine worked with demir the night before mm-hmm. and he wasn't told and they did something with a new account and uh because yeah, they, they wound up getting that client and yep. barack didn't even and think they were ready to present to them yet much less actually earn it but you should just be happy that they got a client dummy which is what elul tells him uh-huh. and barack's like nobody tells me anything i'm <laughs> well, so mad yeah. <laughs> and so he goes and and he's all like telling demir oh this is just you separating your personal life from your work life because he and celine have one five two minute conversation mm-hmm. before he talks to barack and then that's when demir loses his temper he's like oh at least i'm working and doing stuff to help the company unlike you and he just goes over the edge yes which was well deserved um but before right before elul and barack arrive for this first meeting before they mm-hmm. walk over from elul's office um uh Osme comes in to ask uh, Demir if he wants some coffee because he just got to work. Yes. And, and he says, how long has this scoundrel been here? <laughs> and it was like, that might be my favorite moment of the episode because he makes this really sexy, angry face staring too, like right after. It's so good. It's so good. And she's kind of yeah. like what oh arda babe and she's just totally like singing his praises and how he and selena know each other and then she finally kind of reads the room and looks at demir mm-hmm. and she's like i'll go get your coffee now because then he also at some point is like oh so we're just entertaining personal guests at work now and then like he just is so worked up over her talking to this dude um because he even tried to talk to her before going into the office. And she's kind of like, yeah, this is Arda. He's from the – okay. Mm-hmm. Anyways, anything else? Demir Bay about work? Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, kind of brushes him off. And then as the door has opened up a few times, as Osme leaves to go get coffee, as Brock and Elul come in, he get, catches little clips and bits from their conversation yeah. and the fact that they're still sitting there talking. Yeah. And then after he finally sends – After he finally sends Elul and Barack out, he – and Osme dropped off his coffee – he leaves, goes to the break room, which is right on the other side of where Celine and Arda are talking, and is over is eavesdropping on their conversation while pouring himself a cup of coffee. A second cup of coffee that he doesn't need because yeah. Osmi just brought him a cup. Yeah. And so when he hears that 
Arda has invited Celine because apparently he's friends with someone in the industry. He's going to mm-hmm. a movie premiere that night. She'll get to meet the actor. You know, um, they're going to go to dinner beforehand. And of course she agrees to that. Well, magically, Demir, who is not Celine's boss, by the way. So here's the thing. Celine could have absolutely been like, uh, I will do that later. You're not my boss. I'm going to dinner. Yeah. So I'm like, Celine, you wanted to spend the evening with Demir because if you really wanted to, you could have refused it. Oh, yeah. Because you know She Barack could have also left at any time. At any time. Because, again, yeah. not her boss. And you mm-hmm. know Barack would have absolutely, who is her boss, encouraged her to go oh, yeah. and do this. So <laughs> I'm like, you act very frustrated and upset that you wound up missing out on this dinner and movie premiere, but yeah, you definitely could have left at any time. Um, So yeah, so he walks over and is like, oh, Celine Hanum, I hope you cancel any plans you had for this evening because we are working late. We And he, you know, this whole art gallery thing, they have to work on drawings and um, projections and, you know, art, uh, you know, mock-ups and things for them to choose and look at. And she basically is like, well, I'll work on that, like, while mm-hmm. I'm here at work. And he's like, nope, it's going to be late. So when she basically is like, okay, like, I'll end up meeting you there. I'll see you tonight. Arda yeah. leaves. And, um, and, and so when – doesn't Osmier walk in at this point and sees him and Celine talking – but she also sees him holding a cup of coffee. <laughs> yes. And she's like, she she's like, ah, Ashkolson, Demir Bey, I just brought you coffee. Like, uh, how rude. What's wrong with the coffee that I brought you, Demir Bey? And he kind of slams it on the table and walks away. Well, and I and- love that Selena's like, hmm, like looks at him like, <laughs> like you're caught, sir. <laughs> yeah. And then she leans over and grabs the gift that, <laughs> that Arda brought and just kind of looks at him and walks away. <laughs> And then Osmie sees the truth of it, and she's like, oh, Demir Bey, I love your jealousy. <laughs> bende, bende. <laughs> so I was like, oh, yeah, we all related to that, Osmie. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh, it's so funny. So um, the girls kind of talk at this point. And they're asking about Arda. And again, they're kind of like – you're really going to go to, like, dinner and a movie with him? Like, Right. And she's like, well, I can do whatever I want with my friends. I don't need permission for that. And while, yes, I agree, we also, mm, we kind of know your somewhat ulterior motives, Celine, dear. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. Uh, well, and they talk a little more about jealousy mm-hmm. and how Celine knows that Demir and Elul are at lunch right now and she shouldn't be bothered, but she can't help but let it bother her. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we see that lunch where they kind of discuss the whole Yildur Bay situation more. Right. And then he makes a, a very burning comment about how he was so mistaken in Alara and how that was the first time that's ever happened where he misjudged a woman so badly. And then he rethinks and goes, just kidding, the second time. And, and then, then he's, he's like, like, find your own way home, yes! pretty much. <laughs> I have things to do. Can you find your way back to the office? Great. Yeah. Um, yes, and I then love that. After, which this I thought was a beautiful touch and was a great, um, a great sign of where Demir's heart truly lies. Yeah. Is that he, on his way back from... Lunch with Elul. Yes, he had lunch with Elul, 
But who was he thinking about? He was mm-hmm. thinking about Celine because yeah. she comes back from lunch and there's a rooster lollipop waiting for her. So yep. it was a really sweet touch. Yes. And even she sees it and gets all gooey mm-hmm. and all like swoony. Until she, and he is so happy to see like how happy she is by just mm-hmm. that little that little uh, lollipop. See, let this be a lesson to you all. Like, it's the gesture that counts. It's not the like that lollipop probably costs like a dollar. Okay, like yeah, but it's just the fact that you are thinking of someone. It's something you know they enjoy. Like, and look yep. how much joy it brought her. Although yeah. she didn't want to admit it because the second she sees Demir looking at her and he's so happy that she loves it, she slams mm-hmm. it shut in the drawer of her desk yeah. like a little brat. <laughs> and he winds up coming over and reiterating that she better cancel her plans because they have mm-hmm. a lot of work to do tonight. And the girls offer to stay and help with that work. <laughs> and he's like, nope, it's just going to be stuff only Selene and I can work on. Have a good evening, ladies, and sends mm-hmm. them on their way, which they're all too happy to do because, again, they know they know oh, yeah. his motive behind it and they fully support it. Because I think even Merve's like, I'd cancel those plans if I were you. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Demir vetoed it. And <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, it's so good. Well, then we get their whole working session, and he is utilizing every weapon he has against mm-hmm. this girl. He's, like, sitting close to her. He's just staring at her the- for the first, like, two minutes. Honestly, like, again, again. There are so I just saw an edit recently that is, like, all the times – one is, like, all the time so that he has, like, kissed her. Like, even just, okay. like, on the wrist, on the cheek, you know. And another had, like, all the times he's just, like, looking at her. Oh, my And gosh. you're, like, again, like, just who would not be affected? Actress or not? Professional or not? Who would not be affected by those eyes and those lips completely focusing on yeah. you solely? Yeah. Like, it, oh, my gosh. In such close quarters – Mm-hmm. And how many takes did that take? It took more than the one take we watched. Like, come on. But yes, he ugh, he is just throwing her everything he's got. He is, oh, yeah. you know, plastering himself next to her. He is barely listening to what she's saying, which she does call him out on. Yeah. yeah. But he's able to tell her. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, okay, I'll look at it right now. And then scooches his whole body right next to hers. <laughs> well, he has to see the computer <laughs> screen in front of her, so. <laughs> of course, of course. And then at one point we get an almost kiss because they both, mm. after the staring and the proximity and mm-hmm. all of the tense uh, chemistry that we're feeling, they both look at each other. They get a little lost in the moment. But Celine kind of wakes up, so to speak, and – stops the kiss well and she does say like hey we're supposed to keep you know personal stuff out of work and that should apply to you and me too and doesn't isn't isn't this when he's like oh so you can just openly flirt with another guy in front of me at work and she's like flirt what the heck are you talking about Mm -hmm. and of course she calls at at some point during all this she did call arda to let him know she would miss dinner but she would meet him at the premiere because she had a little more work to do and so, of course, he finds more reasons to – well, now you need to make a second set so that they have options, basically, to right. choose from and all this stuff. And, um, you know, she winds up missing the movie. 
Of course. She's salty about it. She's like, oh, Demir, like, I missed the movie. I this and that. And he's like, oh, sorry that I didn't give you another chance to flirt with this guy and blah, blah. And she's like, mm-hmm. I'm not flirting. Like, that's not what this was. And she's like, I just really like the lead actor. And he's like, oh, so you wanted to flirt with an actor. And then he makes some comment about, like, how actors are, like, or something. Yeah. Basically, like, from experience, he knows. Right. And, and so basically she's like, uh, does that mean you flirted with an actress before? And then and she – this little brat, he doesn't say anything. <laughs> He's such he a brat. He just rolls his chair back <laughs> over to the, to the desk. Because he knows it'll make her crazy and it works. Because she's like, who was she? Is she she some Japanese lady? (laughs) And she like started speaking Japanese, which is so funny. (laughs) She she says, konnichiwa at some point. Yeah, she's like, konnichiwa. Domo arigato. It's so absurd. Well, and at one point he walked away while she's ranting, so then she rants further. Like, and he yes. just – and she doesn't realize he's watching. And so that's when she's like, okay, Demir, and I bet you this. And she's like flinging her fried chicken all over. And, and he, he – we need to acknowledge the lean right oh, there because the that lean. was a very powerful <sighs> lean. My man mm-hmm. was just – okay, lean and arms crossed. Yes. And he's just the little smirk on his face. Mm-hmm. He's so casual. Mm-hmm. He is composed. He's having the best time. And he's just staring at her. And uh-huh. the I was like, look he at lo- him uh-huh. leaning. He loves it. He <laughs> loves her crazy side. He he, he reminded me a lot of John with Sonem. Like mm-hmm. in that moment. Like, because mm-hmm. John just always got a kick out of Sonem just losing it and going bonkers he He just he loved it and right here demir (laughs) was just like soaking it all Mm -hmm. in (laughs) and then of course she winds up seeing him and she says she's like rehearsing a scene for something i don't remember what she said she's like she's all embarrassed um and so i thought it was really cute Ida winds up calling her in the midst of this to let her know, like, hey, we're going to bring Layla and Fudase and the girls over for wedding planning right. stuff, which she's totally down because she's, like, she really isn't enjoying being alone in the house, um, yeah. even though she asked for space. <laughs> right. So um, it kind of works out. Um, so even – I know we covered Elul and Barack, but this is where I wrote down because there's a quick scene with them. Mm-hmm. And I wrote, Barack really needs to learn how to call before showing up at places. <laughs> For real. Wait, but she keeps letting him in, too, so whatever. Um, <laughs> so anyways, Demir drops Selene off at this point. He t- he drives her back home because now it's right. very late. She missed everything. Um, They they talk a little bit, though, because, you know, he's like, you know, you did a wonderful job. And she's like, what are you talking about? It was teamwork. It's both of our jobs. You know, hopefully they like everything. Right. Um, and then this is when she, you know – she he asks her, I think, like, what are you gonna do now? And she's like, Well, the girls are actually coming over. And she's like, What are you doing? It's mm-hmm. like, I'm going back to Vidots. And um, it's just kind of weird because she doesn't really want him to leave. He doesn't really want to leave, but yeah. also like you asked for space. Um <laughs> Right. And because and she's the one who says it's kind of strange mm-hmm. you being here, but that you're not gonna come in. This is when they have the conversation about how it's his house but it's all you know who whose house it is that whole mm-hmm. conversation and he's like oh, yeah because yeah. she's still like... special to me but it's special <laughs> to me because you're here yeah so. um 
Yeah, I did. I just, I really love that he reiterates that. Like, she is what makes it special, not the fact that it's his childhood home. Yeah. And then so, he tells her to say hi to all the, all the Chuchuklar, which was yeah, really cute. I did love that. Because he doesn't even, <laughs> and he even, like, says their names, too. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. yeah. So I was like, you've gotten attached to them, too, Demir. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So he reluctantly leaves but he leaves and she's kind of sad she walks in she's i i think she's like thinking of stuff and things they have said like it's not an actual visual flashback but just stuff that they have said before in the house like i'll pop the popcorn you get the movie blah 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 yes. so obviously she's kind of sad you can tell she really didn't want him to leave mm-hmm. so when the doorbell rings so quickly after she thinks he just turned around and came back yeah um but it's the girls she gets all excited mm-hmm. yeah yeah, so, so. It's this that is kind of just wedding planning, and we already kind of talked yeah. about that scene. Um, although the one thing we didn't talk about is that Osmie starts sniffing around. Mm-hmm. She notices the empty room, and Celine has to kind of explain that away. Yep, uh, they do wind up getting Layla excited for the wedding planning, so, you know, mission accomplished. Mm-hmm. Um, the girls wind up staying the night, though, just uh, Ida and Merve. And yeah. Uh, it seems they didn't really get a great night's sleep because they're all squished <laughs> together on Celine's bed. Yeah. Because they're getting ready in the morning. Um, and they, the girls even comment, because again, they're kind of talking about the whole situation. hmm And again, reiterating, like, listen, like, Demir does not love Elul. He doesn't have residual feel. Like, just be careful yeah. with this thing that you're doing, you know, because. Right. And yeah, I think that Ida even says, like, the problem won't be solved by you staying away from Demir. Right. Yep. Which I was like, that's very true. So that's a good thing. I under- we, we can understand needing space. Mm-hmm. But if you really want to solve the, the problem, separating isn't going to fix anything. Right. Because space, yeah, might give you time to think. But also mm-hmm. then you, you then need to be able to talk about the things that you were thinking about. So yeah. you just going, okay, give me – Give me space, and then when I come back, it'll be fine. Like, that's not how it's going to work. Yeah. And they even point out to her, like, you're you're kind of torturing him, too. Like, don't think we haven't noticed. Look how extra pretty you look today. Like, you're getting all <laughs> yeah. dressed and done up. And she's like, no, I'm not. And they're like, okay, Celine, sure you're not. Like, And he to- notices. He's like, yes, he does. she became so beautiful, almost like she's trying to punish me. Uh-huh. <laughs> she's even more beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Yeah, again, I just love that they that they um, are like, listen, I know you don't want to, like, when you don't keep your distance, you're afraid of exploding your relationship, but also keeping your distance for too long is going to do the same thing. Yeah. So they get the art gallery project, which we kind of touched on because Barack gets all bitter about it. Yes. Uh, he does call Selena to his office. He to does. congratulate her about the art gallery. And he goes in to kiss her and girlfriend evades. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Maintains her distance, evades. kind of, because he he sucks up all the air in that room and is like, he like basically walks her into the, like the door jam, right? Like that little section of wall. Yeah. And, oh, and I feel like we totally forgot that during their whole working scene, we had these really cute moments where she like <gasps> leaned her head oh, on his shoulder. Yeah. I'm like, uh-huh. boy, I don't want to forget that because it's like she can't help herself. She's right, kind of sniffing him. Uh-huh. <laughs> and she thinks she's being so subtle. Like, he can't feel that. But, of course, he's not going to discourage it because he gets a little smile on his face. Yes. Well, and even when they separated at night, like, after he dropped her off, like, she – he kind of has a dreamy look on his face. She kind of has a dreamy look on her face. Mm-hmm. Like, 
So, you know, it's again cementing for us that these two love each other. They are obsessed yes. with each other. It's just they got to get through this. Um, right. No, but you're right. There, I did because after she's like, no, we need to be professional. We need to this. And he's like, okay, let's keep looking at this. But then she's the one who's like, okay, let me just rest <laughs> on his shoulder real quick. Um, you're totally right. Don't want to skip over that. So, yeah. yeah, I don't remember the exact course of their conversation, but he's basically talking to her until he has her up against this wall. Mm-hmm. She is just getting sucked in. And, yeah. And they we get another almost kiss, don't we? Like, they're about to kiss, but she, like, ducks under him and runs out of the office. Like, I, I just, am not remembering. I honestly don't know. Um. So it, it could be. Yeah, I maybe. had this this scene as more like false starts between the two of them because they're like they ask about breakfast and he says oh, he got coffee at the coast. Okay, and she's like well, don't get sick. But then she kind of catches herself that being worried about him. Yes, you're right. And then he asks her to lunch and she's like, well, I'm busy. Okay. Um. So yes. it, it's all it's a little bit more awkward. Yes. Um, for this scene. You're right. And then she she does slip out the door, but no, she doesn't he doesn't have her. Yeah. This isn't this isn't what I was thinking. Um right. so yeah, she slips out, and that's when he makes that comment, like after she refuses lunch, refuses dinner, all this stuff, and he's like, I swear she got extra beautiful just to mm. torture me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so And then after that is when he kind of blows up at Barack and Elul. Yes. <laughs> I love that he tells Barack basically yeah, get to work to save the company and do it legally. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Because he knows. He, he does. Even though he doesn't know what happened yet, he knows. They met with, um, what's his face, Yolder Bay, which I don't think mm-hmm. he has revealed to them yet. Has he? No, not yet. Um, So. He only just found it out, too. Yeah. So he basically, I love that he said that. Well, and I love as he's, like, ordering them around. And Barack's like, you're not speaking to employees. And he's like, there won't be any employees left if you don't actually do what I say because I'm the yeah. one trying to actually save this company. Yeah. It, yeah. It's also good. Um, I do love – this is the scene where Ida gets upset. Like, what do you mean you're talking to my boss about our relationship? But I love the whole reason that she pulled Ebo aside mm-hmm. is because she's like, okay, listen. You're spending more time with Demir. Like, I see him as my boss, but you're spending more time with him. And I've basically been defending him to Celine, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I want to make sure I've been rightfully defending him because I've basically been assuring her there is nothing left between him and Elul. And since you've been hanging out with Vidat and Demir a lot, like, have you guys talked about that? And he's mm-hmm. like, Vidat and it, because I don't even think he knows that Demir and Elul were engaged. So he's kind of like, what? No. That's not what right. we talk about. And she's like, oh, crap. Um, well, because he even is like, Elul, who's Elul? Yeah. They obviously have never even mentioned her mm-hmm. around him. To me, though, as a friend, I'd be like, oh, there's nothing between uh-huh. them then. And I would go to Celine and be like, they bro, Ebo doesn't even her. know yep. who Elul is. Like, mm-hmm. he's never even heard her name. Do you realize what this means? Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's not even so, worthy of being spoken about. Exactly. They're not even talking about her. Yeah. But they when I bring her up. Exactly. But when Ida does kind of get upset and start kind of yelling, like, what do you mean you told him? Merve's like, oh, great. Trouble over there. Trouble with Selena. <laughs> That's Demir. right. And then the Daisies are like, what are you talking about? And she's like, oh, nothing I meant. They kind of skirt out of it. Yeah. But yeah. At one point, Osmie, though, 
has been sniffing that something's wrong. She, like, slams the coffee down on the table and is like, you guys better tell me what's going on between them. And they're like, um, nothing's going on between them. Like, just little things, stress with work, blah, blah, blah. It's nothing like that. And Osmi is kind of like, hmm, okay. Firuze then, like, runs in and is like, because this is the scene when Muharambe and Layla wind up showing up separately at Mm Selena and Demir's house. Um, and so she's like, Layla just called. They're they're at they're at Celine and Demir's house. They're both home. And the girls are like, they're Demir's there, and they're all excited. And then yes. Osmi is like, well, why are you so excited about that? If there's not so Yeah. Girlfriends, yeah. She's sniffing it out. Oh, um yeah. But I really loved this this whole thing. Layla shows up first upset. Because mm-hmm. again, she's a fan. Because I think she's kind of made to feel like a snob. It's how she took it. That's how I took it, anyways. Like Right. Well, well, because first Demir shows up because he wants to apologize to Celine for how he was mm. acting at work. That's because, right. And then she essentially is like, "Look, I realize there are a lot of issues with the company. Mm-hmm. Elul told me, so I understand you're kind of needing to become old Demir again and focus on this stuff. Become cold, yeah. calculated, separated from your personal life with work." And he is like, well, I don't have to be that way with you. Yeah. Or, so it that's kind of what they start to talk about. But then. Yeah. The then doorbell interrupts them. them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she shows up not long after Muharambe shows up. Because it seems, because of the whole living situation thing. And it seems like, because he's thinking like, we'll live in my house. I have a home to provide for us. I think he took it as, like, she doesn't want to leave her nice mansion. And so, like, took it as though she's, like, a snob. He, you know, like, because there's already a class difference between them and all that stuff. So it just caused this very big thing. Um, And Muharambe shows up and is like, "Um, oh, I didn't realize. And they're like, no, no, come and sit down. And he says, you know, I'll speak openly, Demir Bey, because basically you're, like, family Mm-hmm. And you do apologize if I offended Layla. I love that they call each other still Layla Hanum and Muharram Bey, but they just Jim. Like, yeah. Muharram Bey, Jim. Um, so, you know, and then, so you think it's about to work out, but then again, it kind of explodes. Layla, again, feels like she's being called a snob. Mm-hmm. And so Muharram's going to leave because he's like, I'm causing drama. And Demir's like, no, let, you know, let's go outside. You know, like, it's a little heated. Let's go outside. So Muharram and Demir are outside. Layla and Celine are inside. And it's interesting because as these two are both giving advice to, you know, Muharram and Layla, it's really advice yeah. they should be soaking in themselves. Yeah. Um, because they're both essentially saying, like, does it matter where you live? Like, what right. matters is that you love each other. And if you love each other, you should be able to live anywhere. Um, yeah. Like, I, I don't know if there's anything that really stuck out for you. In those scenes. I don't think I um I mean, yeah, really not not while they were talking to mm-hmm. Layla and Muharambe. Um, but afterwards is is where it gets really good because they both leave mm-hmm. and then Celine and Demir are left there together. Yeah. And <laughs> Celine starts talking about basically like, oh, this is so this gosh they're so silly like i <laughs> imagine fighting about something like that just live together and I, be happy one don't <laughs> fight about this stuff and demir's like interesting tell uh, me more <laughs> yeah yeah like you only 
you know, we only get one life. Life is so short. Why would you do something like this? Just live together in the same house. What's your problem? <laughs> you both love each other. Um, and he's like, yeah, yeah, interesting. And she's like, yeah, why arrange problems because of such small things and leave? And that's when you see the light bulb go off on, in Demir. Uh -huh. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's true. It's so pointless. Absolutely. And she's like, yeah, you know, she says that she wants to stay in the house after everything. But what does that mean? If you love somebody, you're going to stay with them. <laughs> and he's like, you know, but it's hard for a person to live where they don't want to. And she's like, there's no concept of do, do not want. The poor woman is just thinking about her sister. And um, he's like, yeah, but if people love each other, there's no need to succumb to the influence of others. In the end, everyone has their own life. So they're they're talking about that, but essentially, um, what does she say? Yeah, there's something she says or does where she catches on to, oh, crap, like this applies to us, and then like runs out to yeah. feed the goat. <laughs> yeah, so she goes <laughs> – she says, what's the difference between – a coast or a house when sleeping in an embrace. Mm. That's the thing. Yeah. And then she goes, you know, why would they stay away from each other? Mm -hmm. Perhaps if they oh, – what does it say? Uh, sorry. It's okay. Missing – because she says missing makes nothing easier. He's like, well – I, I, I think what she means is like separation. Yes, I think she meant separation, yeah. Separation yeah. doesn't make anything easier – and he's like, really, well, Celine? Really? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh -huh. He's like, well, but, you know, there could be anxiety, excitement, people asking questions. Mm -hmm. What if, you know, what if you can't push past all that? And he's like, maybe then. And she goes, oh, suckers, suckers oh. is calling me. <laughs> <laughs> and he knows, he stinking knows. So he just watches her. She runs out. Uh -huh. And she tries to, you know, talk it out with suckers. And he's just like standing there like, oh, my gosh, this girl. Yeah. But, you know, he also is like, um, he... He's kind of like, okay, when she comes back in, I should probably go. I shouldn't – like, he doesn't want to push it. Right. And, and at the can, same time, she's telling Sakas, like, what am I going to do if he leaves, Sakas? Yes. So when she comes in, she asks him if he's hungry, and he's like, well – and so he's kind of like, okay, let me tread lightly here. Like, well, are you hungry? And she's like, well, not really. And at first she tries to offer him, like, ice cream and all this stuff. She's like, wait, you don't eat that. You don't – and <laughs> – yeah. He's like, Celine, it's fine. She's like, no, you came over. It would be rude of me to have not given you refreshments. Like, I'll get some soda water and cut up fruit. Yeah. So she runs off into the kitchen. So he's kind of like, okay. So he follows her in there. She is a spaz because she's a ball of nerves because mm -hmm. she just doesn't want him to leave. But she can't say that because she's the one who asked for space. Right. And so she's being chaos. And he's like, why don't you let me cut the fruit? Because <laughs> – doesn't trust her with a knife mm -hmm. when she's like obliterating that poor little cutie orange um and so she goes to open the bottle she drops the bottle it's just <laughs> so he like runs over to her and he's like okay calm down <sighs> and then they turn around yes and they're staring at each other and they're having this whole internal dialogue that neither yeah. one of them will say out loud did you get any of this i did okay I did. good good so she's like, Celine, don't let go of yourself. Don't do it. <laughs> and he is like, this girl stayed away from, stayed with her friends to stay away from you. 
Uh, and she replies in her mind, didn't you yourself want to stay away from him? Mm-hmm. And uh, he says, is this just to stay away? What changed? Won't she face the same problems tomorrow? You couldn't decide anything yet. And then she says, what if tomorrow is harder to experience these problems? And then um, it, it's hard to tell who's saying each part with the mm-hmm. screenshots. But um, essentially, they're both like, it doesn't matter. And they end up kissing. Right. But I loved that they had this whole thing before that because, again, in last episode, they did kiss. And then it just mm-hmm. was drama the next day because she was like, right. you confuse me. And so he's sitting here. He's so bad. He's like, he does not want to confuse her because I I really believe him. He does want to be able to start fresh with her. He does want them mm-hmm. to be happy in this house together. But he's like – if I kiss her and confuse her thoughts, that's just one more thing that she's going to, like, have a reason to keep her distance from me. Right. But at the same – and she's obviously trying to talk herself into the same thing. But this pull between them, mm-hmm. like, they just can't – and at one point, I think they both say, like, but it doesn't even matter right now in this moment. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And, and then they have that hot kiss oh where they're, gosh. like, going all over the kitchen. Okay. <laughs> If your kiss doesn't flip a light switch, I don't want it. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and reset the microwave apparently too. Yes. The microwave is like blinking. But she – there. I tried to get a good screenshot of it, but it, her hands just move too quickly, so it's all blurry. But the way she just slides her hand up his chest first, <laughs> and then he just devours her twirls her around mm-hmm. and they wind up pushed up against the wall in the kitchen they and they're both a little bit shocked by it like yeah yeah because they're kind of like they kind of, they stop they pull away a little bit but they still have you know their foreheads and their noses and they're just breathing like oh and then just the internal dialogue that happens right here because um, well, he verbally apologizes because i think right. he really does feel bad i think he's mm-hmm. like crap i lost control of myself i yep. couldn't help but kiss this woman so he's like i'm sorry i apologize and in her mind she's like don't leave demir but i'm like say it out loud but she and he's like demir leave now or you won't be able to leave yep yes he's right it won't stop here um because yeah they're just both in that moment and so it's like gosh you see like that you see that struggle with them i'm a little bummed with all the bonus scenes we've gotten i'm a little bummed there wasn't an extended version (laughs) of that (laughs) of all the bonus scenes um the way when, that kiss started, I was like, are they headed to the bedroom right I, now? <laughs> I I fully expected him to pick yes. her up and carry her upstairs, which yes. honestly I think is where it would have ended up had he not left. Like, right, right. Um, you know, and like, again, he's trying to exert this self-control and she doesn't want him to go. And, right. But before she can – because she says his name after mm-hmm. he like is telling yes. himself leave get out of here remove yourself Aww. and she just so quietly is like demir and before because he's probably thinking she's gonna say this was a mistake and before so right he, and who's gonna want to hear that right and so or before she, go kind of a thing yeah. right and so before she can even say anything he bolts out of there yeah um and you know which of course is honestly it is what he should have done because she has not been clear right about whether she all she has been clear about is needing space and so mm-hmm. he is just desperately trying to give that to her yeah and so i 
as much as I didn't want him to leave and even she didn't want him to leave, it was the right thing. It was the yeah. right thing to leave because yeah. it could have just caused more confusion and mm-hmm. stuff the next day. Um, totally. But even as he's leaving, there's a smile on his lips. There is mm-hmm. a smile on hers. They are not regretting that kiss. Yeah, um, not at all. And yeah, it was it was good. That little tour that was it was a very good kiss. The mm-hmm. like chef's kiss to the director, chef's kiss to whoever is choreographing the like <laughs> their kisses are all very good. They're just even just the sweet one like all their kisses are just so good for, and for whatever they're trying to convey, like the sweetness, the yeah, sadness, whatever, like it they've all just been really great. So um yeah, so he leaves and this basically leads into the end, doesn't it? This is when Barack yeah, shows up drunk. Drunky Barack and then him showing up and Abel's like, geez, this guy's gone over the Well, and the he's just going on here. and on about freaking Demir. And so she's like, okay, we have a company to save. So while this wasn't the wisest, she should have just given him two Advil and told him to sleep it off on the couch and they could discuss this in the morning. Right. Um, she At calls the same Demir. time, I would understand, like, he's acting a little crazy Erratic. right now. Yeah. She's just alone in the house with this mm-hmm. guy. And the way that he's been, I don't know that I would have trusted him either. I might have called That's for fair. reinforcements too. That's fair. Um, so, yeah, she calls calls Demir. He almost doesn't answer too. Mm-hmm. But then after everything, he, he does answer and – Ends up going over there. Brock overhears all of this. This makes him even more mad because he's because a jealous little baby. Picking Demir and she's yeah. protecting Demir. Well, because she says something. If the subs are right, she does say something along the lines like, "We need to get him under control." Like, which right. in that instance, she is right. Like, yeah, yeah. But obviously, he's drunk and whiny boohoo, and so he's like, "Oh, they think they're gonna control me." So he sneaks out somehow quietly, even though he's drunk and stumbly and loud. And because, yeah, that was the whole point is, Demir, can you please come here so we can deal with him and talk this out and figure out this company stuff? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. So he winds up getting into his car. And I'm like, cool, drunk Barack again. Like, I know. You make terrible choices. I mean, we don't ever see him drive it, but, like, get real. Like, yeah. yeah. So he calls Celine. And – does she almost not answer too? No, I can't remember. But either way, she does wind up answering. Yeah. And he's like, I need to talk to you. And she's like, Brock, it's late. You're not coming over here. He's like, no, it's fine. Like, we don't have to – like, it's – I don't remember what he says. It's concerning this. Um, yeah, it's a work thing, essentially. Yeah. And so, like, her to take care of. I'll I don't just even send think you we hear the details. No. He's like, can I just send you the address then and you come? So right. she's like, okay, send it. So she gets changed. He sends her the location. We kind of touched on how this episode ends. She shows up. Right. She's in. She's like knocking and ringing the doorbell. Mind you, Demir's like right on the other side of that door. And he's like, hey, Lul, someone's at the door. And I'm like, <laughs> like Celine wouldn't hear his voice <laughs> several times. being like, hey, Maybe Lul. Maybe it was a steel door and then it's really <laughs> soundproofed. <laughs> so he eventually answers the door. Well, mm-hmm. and what's interesting is when he gets there, he's kind of suspicious because he's like, where's yeah. Barack? Right. And she's like, well, he's right. probably out in the garden. Which, I mean, I can't blame him. It's late at night. She supposedly called because yes. Barack's there. And then Barack's not there when he gets there. So 
Well, you then know. she's going to come up and be like, Brock's gone. And he'll right. be like, what is he going to do? Be like, was he ever here, Elul? Like, what's the deal? Exactly. But who knows? I, I could see it being a potential blow-up situation between yeah. the three of them. I'm Absolutely. not really sure. Because, yeah, so he does open the door. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because Elul doesn't know where she – or, I'm sorry, uh, Celine doesn't know where she's – she doesn't know Elul's house yet. She just knows right. the address she was given. So she's surprised to see him, yes. And obviously he's surprised to see her. But then Elul comes up the stairs because she went to go look for Barack, I think is what it was. Yes. To get him. She's like, he must be in the garden. I'll go grab him. So she comes up. So then Celine sees that, is kind of starting to put two and two together. It's not looking great. It's late at night. He fled your house after kissing you. Yeah. And came to where his ex-girlfriend is. Like, yeah, I mean, still look. Still, the the Barack thing is is the factor here that is right. going to be a big deal because yeah. she wasn't – she wouldn't be there if it weren't for Barack calling her. Yes. So. And so, yeah, again, I hope she is like, yeah, you set that up on purpose. You mm-hmm. purposely – you know, because we know that she knows that he's not super trustworthy anymore. We know he's messed – she knows he's messed up. So I am hoping she'll be much more – quick to basically put it out and put it together and and call him out um totally so you know we'll see so obviously the opening of next episode is not going to be great she's probably going to storm out because like come on (laughs) yeah (laughs) what would you do um yeah so yeah um i don't really have any predictions I know. I don't either, other than just what we already discussed for the opening of next episode. But mm-hmm. yeah, because like I said, I feel like I feel like next episode is where we're gonna get that major shift though of like, oh wait, we kinda can't lead into some of these things we're introducing because right. now the show's gonna end. So I'm expecting like I just go into these last two with like a little more grace than maybe I have before with finales, just knowing like mm-hmm. You know, because I'm thinking even with, like, the EK stuff, like, we were so new in DZ land when that was canceled. <sighs> yeah. And, like, I remember even being upset that it was canceled. And now looking back, I'm like, it was way too long. Like, it should not have even right. been 51 episodes. Right. So it was a good thing it was getting canceled. But, um, you know, there, I just, yeah, I have a whole different perspective coming into this one where I'm like, okay, let's be gracious because I'm not going right. to – I'm going to expect some stuff to either just be not really – it's just going to kind of – fade into the sunset and not really necessarily mm-hmm. be resolved because it's not that important um but from everybody saying too though like it was sort of a really great show and while they had to hurry and like wrap it up like it was done well so um i'm hoping that um i mean i'm still looking forward to that i'm not expecting like total disaster i'm just i'm just um curious what we will and won't get closure and answers about like are we yeah. ever going to find out who took those photos and when it comes down to it i really don't care because it's not that important but it's just one of those things where it's like but they these photos have been like taunting us since the beginning (laughs) who the heck took the photos Um, right and stuff like that so yeah i don't really know what to expect next episode because i don't know i don't know what this shift in the cancellation is gonna do for the plot so Mm -hmm. um yeah other than other than it creating a bit of a mess for a few for a little while with celine and demir um yeah, I think they're definitely going to be back together next episode. They have, they have, they have to. to be. They have to be. Please don't, yeah, 
please don't pull an EK and not get them back together until an hour into the finale. I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) Oh my gosh. You know what? No. Because you know what? This was there was no writer change here. Right. Denise and Ezra have not given us any reasons thus far to doubt them and their capabilities. I trust them. I trust that while yes, I'm sure things will some things might feel rushed. I trust that they're going to, they're, they're going to do right. They're going to do right. Sell them. Buy, sell them. Yes. So. And if um, they don't, no, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Um, And, you know, just before we sign off, IBUK Hanum, if you're listening for some reason, you ever want to come on and chat with us about Harry Mason. We promise not to ask any invasive, weird, personal questions. We yeah. just want to hear about you and your experience on the show and how you got yeah. into acting and anything else you would like to share with us about your career. We would love to hear it. So Yeah. Um, and that's a standing invitation to any yeah. actors or actresses yep. from any of the shows that we yes. cover. A hundred percent. You want to shoot us an email? Yep. Come on over. Come on over. You want (laughs) to chat with us about your DZs and your work and Mm -hmm. anything else? We would love to have you. Do you want to talk? Do you want to cover a DZ episode with us? Do you like – Let's do it. Let's do it. So um, I was like, I just have to throw that out there because, hey, we now know she knows we exist. So got to shoot our shot. Crazy. So, yeah. uh, We will be back, of course, next week with episode 22. You guys know all the places to find us. Uh, It's all linked in the episode notes. And um, yeah, I don't have anything. Sorry, I don't have a more fun, catchy sign off. So uh, we love you all. We're grateful for you all. And until next time, go to shoes. Close to the call. Bye.